Truth be told, for this video I was going to make this crazy elaborate theory about a certain tribe of people, but ended up scrapping it last second down to the fact that I was doing mental gymnastics. One day that video probably will come out, but it'll be much longer and have more than a week's thought put into it. Today though, I did want to look at the brand new enemies that we got our first look at in the gameplay showcase for Tears of the Kingdom, the Constructs. Presumably, most of the enemies that we've seen over the course of the trailers for this game will be Constructs. They'll just be bigger or smaller than some others, similarly to the new Big Bacobbling counterparts actually. But instead of doing the usual thing I do on the channel where I speculate on the gameplay front of these Constructs, I wanted to dip my toes into theory and lore territory with a dash of speculation mixed in there for good measure. It's been a while since I've really tried looking into the lore of the series past Breath of the Wild, so excuse me if I get something wrong and make sure to tell me in the comments since I do want to get better at this sort of content since I do want to make this sort of stuff in the future. So what are these constructs? Well we know that they're at least something to do with the Zonai and I think that's an indisputable fact at this point. They are absolutely connected to the Zonai in some meaningful way, even without them dropping the Zonai charge. I think we would have eventually figured out, considering the patterns on the enemy, the scenery around them, but it's nice to know with almost full certainty they are something to do with the Zonai. The two thoughts at the minute seem to be that these constructs either are the Zonai or they've been built by the Zonai. I am firmly in the camp that believe that these constructs have been built by the Zonai and are actually considered family to them as well. So with my angle on all of this out of the way, I wanted to take a look at whether or not we've seen these robot looking enemies anywhere else in the past in this series because you probably know that the Zonai have links to a ton of games in the series. Whether that's by design or is pure coincidence, uh, well, I'll, I'll leave that bit up to you. But there are some stunning connections to the Zonai, especially when we look at some of the 3D games that have released since 2006, namely Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword. But we're not here to talk about the Zonai themselves in this video, I thought I'd just give you a very small amount of background. Time for the hook. I do not think these constructs are brand new to the series, and I actually believe that we've seen them fairly recently when we look at these games in release order. There are a few different robots in the entire series. A lot of people seem to have piled a lot of the bigger ones like Godan from the Tower of the Gods into a theory that the Zonai may have had a hand in creating some of these bigger trials for the hero. Well, Here's where the constructs come in. If this theory is true, and a lot of the bots that we've seen throughout the series weren't only made by the Zonai, but the Sheikah as well, then the Zonai have still experimented with robots since the very start of the series. But what is the first species of robot in the timeline? Well, there's only one set of robots that fit that bill, and that is the Laneru Mining Facility robots, or the Laneru robots, really. And I believe that there is sufficient evidence to suggest that these robots are one and the same as the constructs, more so than any other robot-like creature in the entire series. First though, I want to clarify that this is coming from a very specific angle. I am currently in the camp that believes that the Zonai is the Twilight, but I am putting that bias away for this video. This is coming from one perspective, and that is not that perspective. For this video, we're going to be in the mindset that the Zonai are a race of people who disappeared sometime before Skyward Sword. There is a lot of evidence to suggest that this is the case, but this isn't the time or place for that, and there are many other, much longer and better videos out there that go into that evidence a great deal. So basically, we're assuming that the Zonai are a tribe of people who lived before Demise came to Earth and started an era of war for the very first time. They are a tribe who lived long before anything else. This is what we're assuming for this video. With that information, here are a few reasons why I believe that the Laneru robots were used as the framework for the constructs we see in Tears of the Kingdom. As I said at the start of this video, we are going into tiny amounts of speculation, 
this is one of those pieces. I think if the Zonai were alive during that era of war, or the era of the goddess, then they would have also experienced the goddess sending the surviving Hylians of the land up into Skyloft, leaving the Zonai to fend for themselves. Since the goddess would have left the surface, all bets would have been off from that point. There is always the chance that the Zonai may have started to despise Hylia, down to them not being picked to be protected, which actually could have led to the tribe starting to follow nature as opposed to the goddess, but I digress since that is too much speculation. We see what would happen if there wasn't authority in the world in films like The Purge, and one of the first things that would happen if there was no longer authority in the world, especially in the Legend of Zelda series, is that there would have been a bout of kidnapping and thievery, especially when Bacoblin are running around the world. And that leads us to, what would happen if the Zonai were to stumble across the Laneru region after up and leaving the Farron Woods? Well, take a listen to this. If you hadn't come along, they would have sucked all the electricity out of me! Mm. That doesn't work. Mm. I'll give it one more go. <laughs> This quote by itself shows us that it was indeed possible to suck the electricity out of the Laneru robots in the first place, though I guess we kind of should have guessed this since the Bacoblins in the desert are using electricity based weapons. There may be one piece of evidence that is fairly damning that the Zonai or someone was taking these bots though. My friend was kidnapped the other day. <laughs> Sorry, and I heard they sucked out all of his electricity. Too much? That might have been- yeah, that might have been too much. Hmm, how did I know that I shouldn't have trusted Zinc with this task? I actually think that the time shift stones have a very similar symbol to the one seen on the back of Link's shield in Tears of the Kingdom, and the robots themselves already have some interesting patterns on them that could sway someone into thinking they were already Zonai related. Well, what if the Zonai created those items in the first place? When the goddess Hylia took the surviving humans, they'd still want these items back, and the robots likely wouldn't know their original creators, so it'd still be considered a kidnapping. Anyway, the specific use of the word kidnapping in this quote is exactly what makes me believe that the Zonai kidnapped one of these robots way back even before Skyward Sword, since the robots were only alive when the time shift stones were active. You could chalk this kidnapping up to this robot's friend being one of the bots on the sand ship, but I find that highly unlikely down to the fact that the robot who says this is found in the Laneru mine. I can't really imagine the bots in Laneru mine talk to the bots near to the sand ship much at all, in which case, why couldn't this just be a Bacoblin kidnapping this poor robot's friend? I pondered this question for the last few days, it's the last question that I actually asked myself before writing this, and it took me far too long to answer this, but looking back on it now, isn't the answer quite simple? Well, my answer is that it definitely could have been a Bacoblin kidnapping, but it at least opens the idea that at least something else could have kidnapped one of these robots and it wouldn't have been considered different. This was a common practice. I think that even considering Skyward Sword was made 12 years before Tears of the Kingdom, this is a good amount of evidence to suggest that at least one of the Laneru based robots was kidnapped by beings that are smarter than Bacoblins sometime in the time period that the time shift stone shows us. That was a very long first point but I hope I got it across because it's the longest one here. Yet another interesting point to add on to this is the fact that Gondo actually had access to one of these Laneru robots, namely Scrapper, from his family actually. It was passed down to him over his family. so. It, I don't know how, how the connection works there, but if Gondo can actually repair, which he did, one of the robots, then of course the Zonai, who are a much more powerful race, definitely 
could repair one of the robots. Next, we move on to a much smaller and more self-explanatory point. The electricity used in Skyward Sword's variants of these robots were absolutely ahead of their time. They were by far the most technologically advanced thing in Skyward Sword's surface, only rivaled by the Time Shift Stones, yet another thing that the Zonai could have potentially stolen or reclaimed somewhere down the line. Through little excerpts in Breath of the Wild, Masterworks, Creating a Champion, we know that the Zonai were an ancient civilization who possessed strong magic, not electricity. Well, I think they repurposed the electricity that were used in these Lene robots and added some of their own magic to that formula, eventually innovating on these robots, which is exactly why we see constructs that seem much larger in some sections of the gameplay and in older trailers. So with this improved energy and some of the old electricity, they could do some wacky stuff. Penultimately, we move on to the fact that constructs and the Zonai would have needed a way to get onto the Sky Islands in the first place. Well, we see that Scrapper, one of the most important robots in Skyward sword is capable of flying pretty much wherever and is equipped to pick up anything of substantial weight. This teeters on the edge of speculation too, but is it really that outlandish to believe that somewhere in the timeline a whole group of newly created robots from the Zonai would have been able to scout out a massive Sky Islands and pick up each inhabitant of the tribe before placing them on the island safe and sound? Well, honestly, I think it sounds entirely possible and might be exactly what happened. They never disappeared from the world altogether, they just disappeared to a new land, a kingdom to call their own after being potentially abandoned by the goddess Hylia all of those years ago when Demise struck the surface. I have one smaller point before we get into something I've not heard that many people discuss. I have to give full props to Zeltic for pointing this one out on Twitter, but right here in the gameplay demo, we can see that there's what seems to be a dead construct. But we see elsewhere in the trailer that a dead construct just poofs out of existence like most enemies in the series, which means that these constructs are just out of battery, I think. And when they're in this state, they have that same style to them as seen in robots in Laneru too. Is this evidence? Maybe, maybe not. But it is the thing that spurred the making of this video, so I thought I'd bring it up. Finally, I want to talk about the Sky Islands as a whole. At the moment, I'm assuming that they are the Kingdom of the Zonai as I stated a little bit earlier, in which case, one of the biggest flaws with the robots was that they didn't have a way of defending themselves, which is why everything went wrong on Sandship to begin with. When developing this new tech, I could see the Zonai expanding on their combat capabilities. At that point, they could then be used long after the Zonai tribe are dead to protect the land around their kingdom from the past. Possibly more interesting though are the NPC robots we've seen. There might be more, but here are two that I've spotted. One at the other end of the lake after Alnuma jumps off his boat, and one in the cave. These little guys are doing one thing in particular, they are upkeeping their land. Judging by what Alnuma said in the demonstration, I think it's fairly safe to say that these trees are only found in the Sky Islands and could even be sacred to the islands. While we know that the Zonai absolutely love their nature and they would probably make sure that these trees stay sacred. If this is true, then we've seen that the Laneru robots do a very similar thing in Skyward Sword. The robots in that game aren't just involved in piracy, mining, and just being cute little dudes, they're also used in ensuring that the Tree of Life is growing at a successful and rapid rate, something that they ultimately failed at doing down to the collapse of their society. But they were used to upkeep that tree and that plot of land. I think that is one of the most damning pieces of evidence for the constructs and these robots being one of the same. There might have been some problems with this theory in terms of continuity or the entire nature of the Zonai. I've watched Nintendo Black Crisis's uh, Zonai videos a couple of times, but some stuff just doesn't stay in the brain. So if there is something glaringly wrong with anything I've said today, make sure to let me know, like I said at the start of the video, because I want to do better with this kind of content. Otherwise, unless there's a better idea of who these constructs might be, 
I am all in on this. I firmly believe that these robots are the same. As for if it will be confirmed in Tears of the Kingdom, who knows? It could also be a brand new enemy, but I don't know. There are a lot of hints here in my opinion. Thank you to the Cave Boys, both Hyrule Gamer and Zinc, for their contributions to the quotes in this video. They were truly fantastic retellings. <laughs> and Zeltic, thank you for that tweet. Please subscribe for more weekly content in the lead up to Tears of the Kingdom's release, and you'll join the 22% of people who are watching that are subscribed. Plus, like the video if you enjoyed it, it helps me a ton especially with this video being so out there and it's so different and I want to do more theory videos. Thank you to all of my amazing Patreon supporters and members with an extra special thank you to Sumji and Jared Whedon as usual. Without you guys, this video wouldn't exist and most of the videos on the channel wouldn't exist, so thank you a lot. Thank you all for watching and I'll see you soon. Please do stay safe.